When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, heroes, and welcome to a very special episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. Heroes, nearly 10 years ago, well, it will actually be 10 years in August, I started a podcast with a very simple concept. We would record actual plays of as many different role-playing systems as possible, touring each of those systems in self-contained one-shot adventures. And at the table, I would have improvisers and comedians playing these games with me so that they were a little bit more entertaining than the actual play that was around at that time, which was a very, very different time for actual play. These days, while there aren't actually that many shows like One Shot, there are a lot of shows that approach role-playing in a similar way, using these wonderful games as tools and sophisticated improv forms for creating entertainment. And I think that's a really lovely thing. In all that time, I've had the great privilege of playing some truly wonderful games and meeting some extraordinary people. At times, running the show has been difficult, but it has always been rewarding, and I wouldn't trade my experience doing it for anything. If you're listening as someone who has been with us all the way from the beginning, thank you so much. If this is your first episode of One Shot, uh, thank you so much for joining me. Listeners like you have made this process a joy and are undoubtedly the reason that we reached 500 episodes. And for our 500th episode, I really grappled on what game I wanted to do. I had the instinct of maybe doing one of my favorite games or bringing back a beloved series. But that didn't really seem to fit and honor the concept of One Shot, which is to explore something new. So I just looked through the emails that we had of game designers who had sent in their designs and picked one that seemed fun. I invited on some of my favorite performers who have been working with us the longest and had a great time playing. Our game today, by the way, is Stoneburner. It's a dungeon exploration RPG about space dwarves. It has both a rewarding and simple mechanical base, it's easy to pick up, even for people who don't play games that often. And it provides the foundation for the group to do a lot of excellent world building. I think you're really going to like it. Stoneburner, I believe, is on Kickstarter right now. So be sure to look out for that link in our show notes. I certainly have more gratitude and thanks to offer my fellow performers, all of the game designers who have created games for this show, the editors and project managers that help us make our shows. Thank you so much, Tracy. And of course, you, the audience. But no matter how much time I took, it would never be enough. So instead, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First off, a voice that really should be familiar to you, but we've done a lot of episodes and there have been like a couple years where we haven't had him on. 
that is my podcasting life partner, Alex Manich. That's true. Yeah, we've we've kind of moved away from we're, each other a little bit. We're on like uh, a break. Yeah, we're on a long <laughs> break. It was a uh, yeah a conscious uncoupling. Yeah, um, well, conscious is a strong word for it. Yeah, that's true. We we kind of fell into uncoupling, but we yeah. I think I was your first podcast. Was I your first podcast yes. person? Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and we did like 130 episodes of that show. Yeah, we that are lost. That are lost. You cannot find them. In and fact, thank I challenge you, fucking listener. Fucking Christ! Yes, exactly. Actually, I don't challenge. Do, yes, yeah, so yes. Let them stay dead and buried. <laughs> Trust me, they cannot be found. Are you guys not doing overshare anymore? Yeah, no. You, <laughs> yeah, have you not seen <laughs> the RSS? Check your RSS feed. I must have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I've listened to old episodes. Yeah, Which well, is a shame. don't show them to anyone yeah, else. For eleven years, I've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's been a long time. Um, he only listens to him to fall asleep. Alex, you know, normally I would I, actually plugs. Do you have anything to plug? Oh shoot! Well, uh, well, we don't know when this is coming out, do we? Do um, we? We actually do. He should. Um, it's the five hundredth episode, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Versions. gonna be April twenty fourth. I have no plugs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no plugs. Okay. You said well, April, yeah. April 24th? Yes. Okay. And according to overshare tradition, that means if you got a project around the house that you need to get done. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Um, uh, just resign my lease. I'm going to paint my cabinets. That's ooh. what I've decided is going to make it feel like a new space. Uh, so, yeah. Starts soon. I don't know if I'll actually do that. Uh, I really I don't want to hold you to that. That sounds like a really lofty plan. Yeah, um, and we've been planning a lot of things. Well, I got house. laid off uh, three months ago. Oh, congratulations! Uh, so, so yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so I'm currently unemployed, but I just got a job. So I, the new project will be starting that job. Okay, so. you did just get it up. So if you were planning on hiring somebody who might paint cabinets, yeah, uh, right. yeah. he's already taken. Yeah, I should have actually. You should have invited me on the show sooner so that I could put my resume out there. Uh, and see if I could get a job through podcasting. This is on me. To be fair, yes, uh, for most of this year, I haven't been running the show because this was kind of my paternity leave year. Uh, and I'm about to foist the show off onto a new host. So at this wow. point, is that is news? It me? Is that breaking news? No, is it me? News. Is it Trevor Noah? It's Trevor Noah. Holy yeah, shit. he's coming in. We decided that we really liked what he did on The Daily Show yeah. um, and that he should be on more things. I have always said this show should be more political. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. uh, everybody always says, oh, fuck <laughs> off. No. No, and, no, uh, no. Alex, just continue with tradition. These, <laughs> no, these no, cabinets no, that no. you're painting, would they happen to be at... Uh... <laughs> okay, yeah, Tracy, you know to take yeah. that out. No, just no it. to just take that out. Beep it, beep it, beep it, bleep it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Alex, I saw, I saw my fucking contact card pull up. If you were going to die underground, what is the the way you would least like to do it? Oh, great question. Well, mm -hmm. in uh, probably. So if there was like a like a collapse, like a subway collapse, sure, sure, right, and then like, but you're the kind of in between, so that it doesn't crush the train, but it, there's no way out either mm -hmm. uh, front or back, and so then the you know people kind of slowly, you know, it's like kind of a, a Lord of the Flies sort of situation. Uh, I think that would be really 
Really? Because I kind of feel like you would do pretty well in a situation like that. You're uh, you're very tall. Yeah, we said yes earlier. Strong man. Yeah, tall tall people do. You'd make gener- more money than everybody else. Uh, yeah. 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 I, would, yeah. I would kind of feel yeah. like, think it's like uh, and the premise of getting that more money is that you do kind of well in a Subway yeah. Lord of the Flies situation. Yeah, but then I would have to live with the sort of things that I would do. To uh, so it's, it's the madness that it's ensues. The, yeah, 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 from, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I wouldn't die actually. So I wouldn't. It's not really. I'm kind of skirting your question, but I would live. My my soul would die in that in that moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've heard our next guest on more popular podcasts, and that's John Patrick Cohen. Hey, James, it's such a pleasure to be here, and great to be here. And great, is, is <laughs> this your here. Ira Glass or what? Yeah, this is my this is my Ira Glass. Oh. Uh, no, <laughs> Wait, no, that's your Alan Alda. That's You're I'm sorry. Dipping this into is that. my Alan Alda and my Ira Glass. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait to play whatever game we're playing today or whatever. <laughs> I told the the people who designed this system, I told them the party of people that were going to do it, and they're like, oh, so it kind of doesn't matter what the game does, but I think they're going to have fun. No, so they wasted their time designing a system because <laughs> I will not be playing it. Great. <laughs> this, should, this should give everybody at home who's listening to this a good indication of what the system is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really excited about that. JBC, yes. do you have any plugs for us? Oh, man, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can hear me on the campaign podcast in between eight and three years ago. So <laughs> somewhere, uh-huh. somewhere, I think in a five-year period. If you mm-hmm. listen to if you listen to episodes that aired uh, three to eight years ago, you can hear me there. Um, and then uh, you can also uh, find me at Alex's apartment, which is. I don't remember. Yeah. Don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, go there. <laughs> <laughs> no Get guys. over there. Yeah. No no. Got enough. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you can also hear me on uh, the podcast Hey Riddle Riddle. I also have another podcast with um, also uh, former um, campaign co-star. I'm just taking them all. Yeah. we're gonna get we're gonna get Tyler Davis involved Ooh, soon. Uh, Anderson, uh, John, John there. on the Nathan Bill Butts podcast. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Bill Butts podcast uh, again. Great show. Love great that show. show. Great show. Uh, and that's it. That's all that I have to plug. I'm just happy to be here. How would you least like to die underground? <sighs> oh, man. Uh, I, 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 there was something that I was listening to or read, I can't remember, today about how um, most of the rabies cases are contracted uh, from bats. So, wow. yeah. And and I guess rabies, it's not really fatal. Or it is very fatal unless you get the rabies like vaccine or mm-hmm. antidote. Or yeah, they, there's like a series of shots you get, that you, you get. You get some shots and then you don't get the rabies. But my my thing would be getting bit by a bat underground and then not getting out in time before I got the rabies. Because honestly, while I would die, as I understand it, what would happen with rabies is it would make a little mushroom in my brain mm-hmm. and then I would just be kind of like a tunnel monster for the rest of the people that were trying to get it wherever mm-hmm. underground I am. Now, how do you know this hasn't happened already? Hmm. That is a really great question. And to I, him? Yeah. yeah. I, I'd be concerned for the rest of you. Or it's actually pretty cool to have rabies because, you know, your life's pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is the, the sort of like a DMT sort of like yeah. flooding yeah, yeah. your brain, kind of creating this. Right now, you are in like a in a 
you know, in Mexico in like a cenote or something. No one talks about how good it feels to have rabies. Everyone talks about the <laughs> downsides. Yeah, yeah we hear a lot just of... tell the truth about it because mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, like rabies is this harmful thing. You don't want to do rabies. We but it's got like... a lot of complaints yeah. about the last rabies truther rant that we went on, so we are going to have to pull back on and that. And can now. we all just admit sex feels bad? <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> hey, Brad, huh? not on rabies. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest uh, has like been in part of some of the most legendary episodes of One Shot, like like ones that, that pe- people request uh, uh, a return from him all the time, and that is James Dugan. Hello, it's me, the most requested and one of the most requested, uh, rarely guested uh, guests, I would say. And James, you were going to rhyme the whole time, right? <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Oh, why would now you? I already to. said I wouldn't use peas. <laughs> <laughs> so don't make me do another thing, please. What you guys, what, what listeners, yeah, hey, listeners hey. at home, what you don't know is James is a, is a legendary improviser. Yeah. We know that this is fully in his wheelhouse. What you this don't is know is so easy for him. Like, is, I'll, just I'll add, actually... just add as many different sort of layons as you want. So what? What is funny is that I did do a D&D campaign as mm-hmm. a character that only spoke in rhymes oh my for God. a while. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Sounds miserable. It was. Yeah, it, it sucked. And so my DM allowed me to uh, to like add the thing that if I was drunk, I didn't have to speak in rhymes. Nice. So I, so my character was like constantly having to go get drunk. <laughs> uh, but, the, but there was one it's game where we opened and, and he goes, all right. Uh, it the embargo has lasted three months on the town, and all the breweries are dry, and all the distilleries <laughs> have run out, and so like he did just force me to do a couple sessions totally in rhyme. Was this in the thing that like Tyler Samples and Alan Linick were doing together? Alan Linick was yeah. the DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was sense. like that. I heard in that impression that's Alan Linick. Right uh-huh. there. <laughs> James, do you have any plugs for us? Yeah, uh, you can find me uh, if you want to listen to, I mean, as long as we're uh, plugging old podcasts, Mm -hmm. uh, my old podcast, Talk and Shop, uh, you can find that if you're interested in knowing more about the improv community in Chicago. Uh, Go check that out. We've got about 150 episodes in the backlog. Also, you can find me performing on stage around Chicago. I'm in Hitchcock Tales at Annoyance, clued in over at Second City. I do World News uh, at I.O. every now and then. Um, you can find me with little tooties at IO. Uh, basically, if you walk into an improv theater and there's a show going on, there's probably like a 50% chance I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. If only as a sit-in. Yeah, uh, as a uh, sit-in that nobody asks for a lot mm-hmm. of the time. 50% mm-hmm. chance you're on stage and like 75% chance you're in the building. Yes. yes. <laughs> James, how would you least like to die underground? The first thing that jumped to mind was betrayal. Wow. And you're making direct eye contact with me as you say that? Yeah, because I was thinking if I got betrayed by a snake, that would be the worst (laughs) possible (laughs) So I'm going to go with, uh, I have been down there for a while, and there is a snake that also lives in there, but... With lack of like oxygen and food and water, I have hallucinated it into being Brad Pike. Mm. And eventually, the snake does sense how weak I am and 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 goes for the kill but it's but in my mind Brad Pike is killing me. yeah mm-hmm. I would oh, watch should I this. not have said who the last guest is 
Not. Uh, I, I don't think Brad Pike's here. I don't think so either. So. Yeah, this is just a guy we don't like. Yeah. And we talk about. <laughs> yeah. Look him up. And you'll see. You'll Type see what we guy, mean. <laughs> guy you don't like. <laughs> in the Google image search will come up. <laughs> the stock photo yeah. comes yeah. up. You got paid two hundred dollars by Getty mm-hmm. Images to be yep. guy I don't like. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I am part of that lawsuit against the uh, OpenAI image generator. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Our last guest is a surprise guest. Uh, we'll just see here. Oh, it's Brad Pike. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to be here. Uh, Brad, do you have any plugs for us? Uh, yes, I'd like to plug uh, Devil's Daughter, Ooh. Friday nights at 10 at IO Theater. And I'd also like to plug uh, my podcast, Experience the World, in which I, oh boy, how do I even describe it? I guess I narrate a just go mundane. To just yeah, to don't even, episode. don't even, you don't need to know. You just go listen to it. It'll be a fun surprise. Mm-hmm. Listeners, yeah. by the end of this series, you will have an idea of like Brad's whole deal. And I feel like that will make the prospect of listening both mm-hmm. uh, very tempting and terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's a weird way to pronounce the word horny. Ah, Yes. <laughs> I've actually never heard it pronounced that yeah. before. It's like you said a different word than the one you meant to say. <laughs> Brad, how would you least like to die underground? Weirdly, I just was reading about the story of Floyd Collins, who was a guy who was like sure. a caver. And mm-hmm. he was Big like pop on Floyd Collins. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Floyd Collins. Yeah. And he uh he was like trying to open up there was like all these rural folks were like making caves for tourists and he was like trying to dig a deeper and deeper cave. And then as he was like worming his way into the cave, like a little rock fell on his legs and he just got stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people had, were like trying to get down to him, but like, there was no way to get him out, you know, cause you were wormed down. And so he could talk to people, but like, they could like kind of give him some food and water. So like that was even worse. They kept them alive yeah, for so alive. long. So look up Floyd Collins. That's that's a terrible, terrible way to die. Yeah. I don't know if this is the same guy, but I I think I read something similar. I was thinking about this actually after I gave my answer because it's mm-hmm. like I gave the totally wrong, wrong answer. answer. Yeah, a guy like thought he could squeeze through a particular yeah. uh, crevice, but then he breathe he like breathed out. Oh, and it wedged him and then he couldn't breathe back in in a way that would get him out of it. And so like just like just got stuck. And it's oh, fu- there's like TikTok videos. Of I have people a, who do I have a, this. I have I, this is I've a new podcast. This is a new podcast called Cave Caving Nightmares. Um, <laughs> and there's one where this guy like he thought he was in one part of the cave, but it was the, another. And he like lost his like sense of up and down and didn't realize he was going straight down down like worming his way down into the cave and he was in a different part of the cave and he didn't realize that this was an unexplored part of the cave it is like a birth canal and he gets stuck with his head going straight down yes and his legs are going up and and no one could get him out. There if was no way to get out. this dear listener gives you any level of anxiety, just know that all of these people, and this is confirmed, made it to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> heaven with all of their dogs from the past and all of their non-racist grandparents. Uh, so that's where they are in heaven. Yeah. Folks, today we are playing Stoneburner. 
which is a space fantasy RPG. And I don't mean space fantasy like Star Wars space fantasy. This is Lord of the Rings stuff, but in space. Mm. You are playing a group of dwarves uh, who go on missions to mine out asteroids where previous dwarf mines have existed. Uh, sometimes they usually fell apart because there are also portals to demon realms that show up in these mines. Okay. So there's a lot of valuable resources that people were mining out. There's a lot of valuable equipment that people left behind. There are also a lot of demons that are stalking the halls of these <laughs> mines that make it very dangerous to go do. That's the big three dangers when you're mining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leaving stuff behind, uh, getting stuck, and demons. I was mm-hmm. shocked that nobody mentioned a demon portal opening up and the bad ways to oh. die underground. I said like, that Brad was going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> That's way worse. <laughs> I, I, I mean, at least I kill you. I mean, I could have done like a yeah. whole show. Yeah, you could have or... kept me alive. <laughs> yeah. oh. A whole show. A whole Devil's yeah. Daughter show. All right. I got the felt puppets. <laughs> Buckle up. Who's ready for some crowd work? <laughs> you ever um, seen The Dream? <laughs> you tell me what happened to you today. Ah, woke up encased in stone. <laughs> Prominent psychologists say that the fingers that go in your mouth at nights uh, go in your butt during the day. Any prominent, prominent psychologist told me that, I would say, like, I gotta end the session. I gotta end the session, I think. You didn't know? You wouldn't have a chance? He was on the cover of Time Magazine. Yeah. yeah. How far He's into the session am I? <laughs> Is it six months? Far? Six months? Yeah, you, you've been working with him for six months. I stick. I stick. Yeah, all right. After six months, yeah. I'm like, let's see what this goes. Suck us. <laughs> I trust him. Everything to this point, yeah, has been great. Mm-hmm. So he might be right. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our characters real quick. There are random things that we could roll for these characters, but I do believe a couple people had names. So what I want to do, um, because uh, Stoneburner does have a setting, quote unquote, uh, but it's really like a scaffolding for you to layer your own ideas on top of. Uh, so I want to go around. Um, if you've named your character, great. Uh, introduce them and we'll get a couple details about these characters. <laughs> Alex, let's start with you. What is your character's name? Sure. My character's name is Gronson. 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 Uh, his pronouns are he, him. I know those two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I know one other thing for sure. Great. Uh, I'm willing to discover the rest with you, but I know for sure because he is a striker, which is a professional warfighter, mm-hmm. uh, for the details and look, he has those wraparound Oakleys oh, that, wow. like, yeah. that like operators have. And he's like you kind know. of permanently sunburned a yes, little bit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So okay. that is that I know for sure. And that's on the sheet. That's on the sheet. This is the, oh, I wrote down three things. That's the third thing I wrote Great. down. Uh, Alex, I want you to roll these two d6 here. We're going to give you a personality trait here. Oh, sure. uh, I got seven. You're patient. Okay. Interesting. Sounds, wow, that sounds like a fun personality trait to play with. Would you like to I can't re-roll? wait to really sink my teeth into you. Like to re-roll? You're the patient striker. Oh, yeah. This guy's the most patient warfighter. Yeah, get ready, get ready wait, for wait, me wait, to- Somebody yeah. at the bar bumps into you, and you're fine with it. Yeah, yeah. A classic, uh, a classic <laughs> one-shot catchphrase. Hold on a second. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's think about this and figure out so the right way to do and two, things. But there are, it looks like two does have its own column here, so you could also choose- from oh, it's also patient. I'm sorry. You're I'm patient. Patient. Okay. All right. There we go. 
how exciting. Thank you, James. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how Let's... this plays out. Hey, okay. <laughs> this is the dice. Wait. This is what we're going for in the dice. Um, this guy's the meanest son of a bitch we've got. He's a total cool head. <laughs> roll, roll this that, guy uh, always gives you a chance to explain yourself. <laughs> he plays by the rules and he always takes notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nine. Uh, you've got thick and broad shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This guy looks like the meanest dude you've ever seen. Yeah. He's the nicest I'm, guy in yeah, the world. I'm an operator. Yeah. I've seen combat. Broad shoulders and patient. <laughs> I can't wait uh, to read your poems. And it looks like I can't see where the D8s might have we, gone. We all, we all uh, oh, took them. It's okay. I've yeah. got, you have I've another? got another D8 in here. Here we go. Roll that one. Well, you have a D8 right here. Oh well, Wait, whatever. I have one right there. Yeah, just, yeah. We all we all should have. Our we own all dice. should have. Dice. I got an eight. An eight. Uh, this is your quirk, and that is, you are absent-mindedly writing notes. He constantly. takes notes. He takes notes. Wow. <laughs> I do take oh. notes. Patient broad shoulders and takes notes. Holy <laughs> crap! We called that. Wow. And you, okay. didn't write, and you didn't write any of that down either. No, I've uh, I've fully already. No, nope. sort of absorbed it in my character. You didn't take notes on that. I guess you really didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got one more. And and those those apparently you're absentmindedly yeah. writing notes all the time. Uh, it says directions, lyrics, grocery items, etc. So okay, sure. You can you can go pretty far with that. Um, That'll be great for an auditory. <laughs> yeah. Medium. Roll those two d six one more time, and we're gonna get you. One more look feature here. Okay. A four and a one. Four and a one. Um, you've got a wide nose. So we got a lot of building blocks to work here yeah, for Grunch. This is, wow, what, what a rich. Yeah. This is some yeah. rich details to, I, to mine I hope from. when JPC rolls, it's like, oh, you have a jetpack. Yeah, 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 that's right. Like, oh, you got a chef's hat with a crab <laughs> underneath it. Okay, yeah. There's a, there's a rat that controls all of your actions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got rocket boots and a vibro blade. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Patient. All right. Yeah. Writing, All right. Uh, we'll navigate away from Gronchin for a second. Uh, JPC, what is your character's name? My character is uh, my character's name is Simon Baker, aka the Mentalist, aka the Sounder. Okay. Okay. And mm -hmm. uh, sounders are for for those who are not familiar with the system. Uh, a sounder is a perceptive and perseverant hunter. Okay. Things All right. get lost or stolen, people disappear or flee. The sounders are those in dwarven society who walk in the darkness, uncovering the unseen and shining their light in search of the lost. And I do that with my mental powers as well. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Really, really important that we know about that you are the mentalist. Yes, but um, I actually don't use my mental powers to help the police because... Uh, Simon Baker is a cab. Okay, so I, I like don't that. I don't work with dwarf cops. Great, great. Or cops. animal control. Or animal control. Definitely a -cab. not animal control. Animal control. Mm -hmm. a, -cab, a cab. Animal control. Let's see who. <laughs> firemen are kind of okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Post office gets a pass. Mm -hmm. French firemen are fine. French firemen are fine. Yeah, <laughs> French firemen are even better. Um, Nobody's more a cab than French fire. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they literally light themselves on fire and then go run at cops. Yeah. So yeah, they're great. Uh, let's let's uh, let's roll two d six. JPC. Let's let's layer on some exciting details. We got here. a six and a three. Six and a three. That is gonna be passionate. Nice. Amen. 
That's a fun thing to play with. That's yeah. more fun. That's really fun. That's, that's a little bit more fun. Like fun. Yeah. Simon, uh, Simon Baker, a.k.a. the mentalist, a.k.a. the sounder, is a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Yeah, your, your thing is you make no choices. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. No choices. If you're right honest about it. Oh, but I got a wide nose. <laughs> it's a pretty big choice. So those Oakleys aren't falling off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So James, so far it's been a couple P words for our personalities, so it's going to be tough. It's going to yeah. be tough. It's going to be That's true. Yeah. yeah, it might be hard for you. Yeah, it's be tough for you. Uh, let's get a D12 roll for me, JPC. Uh, D12. Yeah. Okay, here we go. That's a two. A two that is stout and heavy set. Yes. Great. And D8 for your quirk. Uh, a D8 for my quirk. A one. A one. Afraid of something. That can be heights, darkness, space, animals. You get to choose what you're afraid of. But you are afraid it's of darkness or space. That's bad. Yeah, space darkness in space would be bad. Uh, so I, I, can I decide right now? Yeah, you okay, can. great. Totally. So like I said, um, Simon Baker, aka the Mentalist, aka the Sounder, is a lover, not a fighter, but he is afraid of sexual uh, love. So sexual love, sexual love. Okay, okay. familial love, he can do really well. Um, and then what's the th third type of love? It's the oh, it's storge love. and gift agape. Oh, uh, there's giving. There's Words of affirmation. The universal love of like all mankind. Yeah, um, well, it's it, no, it's like um, familial, and then uh, platonic, platonic, platonic. Yeah, yeah, those are those types of love he can definitely do, but sexual love he's he's mm -hmm. terrified of. It's probably because he's so short and heavy set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. A lot of the short, heavy set listeners are nodding along. Also, I love how I got short and heavy set. We're all dwarves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you're a particularly you're short. Yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a dwarf and you're also short and heavy set, oh. it's like fuck you. There it's, are a few surprising uh, body type traits, but most of the ones that we've rolled so far are like, well, yeah, you got broad shoulders. You're a Big dwarf. Juicy yeah, yeah, ass. Yeah, kind of <laughs> uh, give me another two d six roll. One more two d six. Six roll. Yeah. Here we go. This is a five and a five. Five and a five. Let's see. On wide ears. So wow. Yeah. Wide ears. Wide ears. Wide ears. Wide ears. Yeah. Wide. What does wide mean? Wide with ears. Like, I, think they I, stick I guess out. they stick out. They stick yeah. out. Even better. Like because, a Dumbo. Uh, while I claim, while Simon Baker, a.k.a. the mentalist, a.k.a. the sounder, claims that his powers are like, you know, uh, mental powers, mm -hmm. it's actually just keen perception. Ooh. But he disguises it as mental powers to kind of give off a, a, a vibe that he's going for. So we got to get kind of like a psych hook here. More like the mentalist. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize the mentalist didn't actually do anything. All right. Yeah. <laughs> He's gorgeous. <laughs> what else do we solve? Crimes. Yeah. Um, James, what uh, was your character's name? Did you or did you not come up with one? No, I came up with one. His huh? name is Crompt. 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 It's Crompt. 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 His full name is Crompt. 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 Yeah, it is. <laughs> full name: Crom Crompt Crompt. Heir to the Crompt you can fortune. Call me yeah. And he's heir to the crop fortune. Great, great, great. Yeah. Uh, he is a sinker, which is a brilliant and resourceful mechanic. You know, any goddamn fool can dig a hole, but it takes a skilled individual to keep that hole dry, breathable, and ever capable of going deeper. And I don't know if you know this, but in recent times, that skill set has broadened into robotics, gunnery, and jury rigging. What? So, mm. do not put me in court. I will rig that jury. Yeah. Runaway jury over here. Mm -hmm. Runaway bride, too. And just so mm. I'm clear, crom, crumped, crom, crump, 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 cr
Crunt. Crunt. There's, a, there's, a, it's like a PT at each one of these. And these crunt, are, of course, crunt, and I, this crunt. isn't a question. This is just one of those. These are, of course, uh, all words that begin with C. Is that correct? They begin with K. You, okay, no, but, they don't. <laughs> just one more time. No, they don't. Just one more time, though. Just one more time, though. They begin with C, right? <laughs> just, just looking at it. As I wrote it down, these are all C words. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do oh, that. don't there do not a, roll those two d six. I know what it'll say. There was, a, there was a guy. There was a guy. There was a guy who was, oh, no. he was pretty right wing. Oh, no. There was a guy that was pretty right wing that Alex and I used to work with. And his first and first and last initial were both K. And once oh. at one point, someone was like, "What's your middle name?" And he goes, "I don't have a middle name." And I was like. That is a liar. (laughs) But that is the only way that you can say, that is the only way you can say that. I don't have a middle name. Never got one. Nope. Nope. Um, So Krant does begin with a C. (laughs) (laughs) Krant, Krant, Krant. Okay, got it. Krant with a C. Great. K-C-K? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, thank you. What was your name, JPC? Wow, Simon Baker, a.k.a. the mentalist, a.k.a. the sounder. Simon Baker? That's the actor who plays the mentalist or the <laughs> oh character's name. I don't know. I didn't really look too far into it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And let's let's get 2d6 rolled from Beautiful. you. Hey, JPC, could, could, I, oh, yeah, could, yeah, I, yeah. could I borrow a d6? Thank you. Uh, we're looking at two and a three. Two and a three. That is going to be... You look exactly like Michael Jordan. You're methodical. Methodical. Wow. Okay, cool. Mm, okay. Big, huge big. difference from patience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> methodical. Okay, well, so I go step by step. He does go step by step, but he's not happy about it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Okay. He's kind of an engineer. I mean, you're an engineer. That makes right, sense. Right, yeah. So I have to. I would yeah, love, right. to, mm-hmm. love to skip steps. You're playing so. two type. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hey, give me a D12 roll, James. One. Cool. You are muscular and athletic. Oh, Get fucked everybody. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I am. Wow. That's right. Muscular and athletic. Beautiful. I hear he's or he's heir to the crown fortune. What so. does it uh, what does it say about my bone structure? You know, there is there is bone stuff in here, so I don't There's want to jump the gun on that. Uh, <laughs> bone stuff's ready. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> roll, roll a D eight for me. All right. A one. Oh, uh, boy, you are really... also afraid of something. You got to okay. choose what to be afraid of. Uh, don't pick sexual love. Okay. Um, I'm afraid of twins. Wow. Great. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had Brad introduce himself yet, so we don't yet know if that's going to be a huge problem for us. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing two characters. Uh, can <laughs> I get... Uh, yeah, Brad didn't pick to be one of our twins. Brad picked I'm twins. <laughs> I'm twins. I'm twins who have yeah. sex with each other a lot. That's literally what I was writing. My to. character my character's name is Army of Rats. Uh, I am a <laughs> uh, James, can we get one one last two D six roll from you for, for for a look? Just like an extra little Two and a four. Two and a four. That is going to be thin, arched eyebrows. Hell yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm the, I'm the absolute antithesis of a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, really are. a little are. bit. Are you, are you a dwarf? Hmm? Maybe Every, that's... Everyone's okay, well, dwarves. A, okay. We think. We think. Everyone claims to be. Yeah. Yeah, the setting does say that, like, there are humans and elves, uh, but... 
I think you're supposed to play dwarves. Okay. Hey, heroes, it's James, your game master, and welcome to our 500th mid-roll. That's absolutely not true. We didn't always do mid-rolls on this show, but this is the mid-roll for episode 500, and I've got exciting news for everyone. Coming up, May 15th through the 31st, the OneShot Network is going to do a Patreon drive. This is our first Patreon drive since the start of the pandemic. In 2020, we made the intentional decision not to run a Patreon drive because times were dire everywhere, and it didn't feel right to me personally to center the OneShot Network and its needs when people were out there hoping to stay safe in their homes. And the thing about the pandemic is it never stopped happening, which is a bummer, but I really care about this network and the art that we make here. And if I want us to keep doing that, I need to hold another drive. I need to rally the people who enjoy listening to these shows to come out and support them so that we can keep making them. So if you are listening and you don't support us on Patreon yet, I'm going to ask you, especially through the period of May 15th through the 31st, but also right now, if you like what you hear, please head over to patreon.com slash one shot podcast and sign up to support us. For this drive, we are going to be redoing our backer levels, changing around our incentives to make them things that are, we think, more exciting and that will be easier for us to deliver on a regular basis. And we're going to be offering some really cool rewards, including ones uh, that people have asked us for for literal years. The big one is we're going to be releasing the unreleased episodes of campaign Star Wars if we manage to hit some of our goals. So if you want to hear that, if you want to be a part of that, please head over to Patreon and sign up. But get ready, because the 15th through the 31st, we are really going to be asking about it. And of course, we'll have a lot of live streaming events and other special events to help you get excited about joining up. Consider it a great 500-episode birthday gift. I want to sincerely thank our Patreon backers from the depths of my heart. Uh, I am going to be working this week on getting that new batch of backer names, so... If you haven't signed up, now is a great time to do it because I've got to refresh our names. But sincerely, it means so much to me to have support from all of you. We could not make these shows without that support. And although I am not going to be host of One Shot for very much longer, I want our incoming host to have that same support from all of you, to feel you supporting and nurturing their creativity like you did mine. Before we get back to the show, a quick word from our sponsor. And with all of that out of the way, Let's get back to the show. Let's turn over to Brad. Brad, what is your character's name? Uh, my name is Cuckula Crompt. I am Crompt's twin brother. <laughs> I'm his twin brother. A lot of things are making I, sense. And we all know that in every... <laughs> In every tw pair of twins, there's always the hot one. I'm the hot one. Uh, <laughs> you know? Obviously. Um, and uh, I'm... Uh, What's and, your middle name? Because your first name was... Oh, I'm going to say... Cuckula. I believe. Uh, carrot? Carrot? Cuckula Carrot. And again, okay. it's Cuckula with a C, correct? <laughs> 
Garrett with a K. Gungula with a C. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever lets you sleep at night. <laughs> at this point, there is nothing that could let me do. And I want to point out. We all paid a lot of money to learn to support choices in the mm-hmm. way that Brad just did. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. Great job, yeah. Brad. Everybody, yeah. yes, and me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or yes. you're yes. bad okay. at improv. Okay. Okay. I get a 2d6 roll for me. Oh, let's, you, oh have, you have another do, details. Do I have uh, more Alex, details I can establish? You were allowed to establish your, your, your yes. Oakley's, Alex. So, so, like, everybody. Yeah, you can come up with another thing. As terrified as I am to hear what you're um, about to say. Okay. It's looking around the room like Kaiser Soze right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Uh, I'm going to say... I have Jordan uh, sound oh. paneling armor. And <laughs> can I say... Uh, I have a pig? I have a secret pig? Yes. Yep. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so wait a minute. This is really important. No one else knows about the pig? No one else knows about the pig. And... Uh, can I can I establish yeah, another thing? Keeping that from a mentalist. <laughs> uh, I'm terrified about the other thing, but go ahead. Uh, my blood smells. So if you cut me, it like it smells like it smells like what? Shit. Oh, like, it smells like it's liquid stinky shit. Stinky blood. Okay. Yeah, stinky your blood. Shit smell. Yeah. <clears throat> poop. Oh, it smells like poop. Okay. okay. Uh, Dugan, I have a question for you. Yes, Genetically. You have the same material yeah. as yeah. Cuckula. So does your blood smell? Yeah. Or is that just like a him thing? I'll speak for him. Yes, it does. <laughs> well, as we all know, there's with twins, there's always a hot one, and the hot one always has stinky blood. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. stink-blooded hottie. That's that's a normal it's thing. It's a family curse. Yeah. You're, you're going to feel so stupid when you roll those dice and you get stink mm-hmm. blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I wasted the detail. 2d6 for your okay. personality trait. All right. I got a two and a three. Runs in the family, baby. You're also methodical. Oh, good. Wow. Really good. Oh, that's yes. really funny. Oh, and I'm super horny. <laughs> You're methodically horny. Yeah, methodically horny. horny. We're all horny. You don't get horny. <laughs> now, uh, roll roll your d12 for your body type. Okay. 11. 11? That is large and muscular, large. as opposed to muscular and athletic. <laughs> large and muscular. Wow. <laughs> So I'm the big, they are, they are I'm the big twin. They are the least dwarfy dwarfs that you can mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how they're so these two it, twins are every, fuckable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They're so fuckable. Only one of us fucks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As uh, yeah, as with all dwarves, one fucks and one. Can we please? <laughs> can we please change the subject to literally anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to talk about this. <laughs> can I get a D8 roll from you, Brad? Okay, which one? That's the that's this one. This one, okay. Seven. Seven is going to be loves to sing songs. Oh, good. <laughs> I love that one for you, Brad. Yeah, I love that because I'm that's a really good singer. So good for you. I love yeah. to sing. I'm, who man, love songs and music. And it can't just be the dwarf songs that we already know, like hi-ho or whatever. It's got to be original <laughs> dwarf songs. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. What a what a thing to saddle. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? It's fine. Uh, roll two d six, uh, Bradford. This is our last like little physical detail. Okay, six and a five. You've got <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've got an asymmetrical mouth. 
An asymmetrical mouth. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, which implies the rest of us perfectly symmetrical. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. It's noteworthy that his mouth is yeah. so asymmetrical. <laughs> That could be. Wow. Wow. No, no, bro. That's what happened. It does need to be that. It could be lots of things. Like, like Two Face has an asymmetrical mouth. Yeah. Oh, So it yeah. could be from like an injury where um, you got oh, yeah. acid splash on your face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And maybe there's a backstory where my character splashed Ashton on your face because you were talking about sex around me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to hear about it. Or maybe I just have one big, big, gigantic tooth. Oh yeah, it's like a, a, a mm. an abscess that's like going oh. to pop and kill you. We're oh like, hey, yeah, you gotta go to the. Uh, yeah. you but know, it smells. The abscess <laughs> smells fine. It looks cool. Honest, it's a sexy abscess. Mouth surgery. Women love my abscess. <laughs> Women love my abscess. Men want to be my abscess. <laughs> my big juicy abscess. Ooh, Everyone wants to squeeze abscess. my abscess. <laughs> but I say no, 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 no. Don't you squeeze it. <sighs> Abscess. <laughs> Don't put your fingers in my mouth. If you want your fingers in something, meet my horse. <laughs> it's a right, joke folks. about what we were talking about earlier we'll before horses. we start recording. And that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's like, if that makes it in, mm -hmm. it'll mm -hmm. be so apropos of nothing. I love it. <laughs> you just talk about figuring a horse. JPC, apropos of nothing. <laughs> just. Can't, can't stop bringing up angering Any, horses. Anyone who's familiar with me will not find that odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, even but, noteworthy. <laughs> there are a lot of people who listen to his other podcasts, mm -hmm. and a lot of bad things happen to horses on those. That's true. Um, good horses. Good horses. So we begin in space. James, could you describe Crom's spaceship? Yeah, you. Sorry, you are. So, so it's it's crom, crompt, cront, right? It's cromped, cront, cront. <laughs> no, it was no, not. It was crom, cromped, cront. Sorry, it was crom, cront, cromped. Crom, crumped, cront is what I. We crumped? all wrote it down. Crom okay. after crunt? you said it. So then we're crunt. not related. If you're what? a cromped, no, I'm, he's a cront. Okay, you're both crons. You're both crons. Okay, great. Crunch. Okay, so and whose spaceship did you want to d me describe? Uh, yours. So just anyone. <laughs> <laughs> describe an X-wing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a please do. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> describe it as much detail as you can in the next minute. An X-wing. <laughs> Dude, oh, I've, right. never, I've never been more mad that I'm not uh, a hiring manager. <laughs> <laughs> Just get in there, put my phone down on the table, start a one-minute timer, and say, describe an expert. <laughs> and how does it fly? Uh, all right. <laughs> where are the S-foils? <laughs> Tell me where the S-foils okay. are. <laughs> Looks like there's not going to be room for an astromech droid in that. <laughs> Trick question. There's no aluminum foil on a spaceship. You sound stupid. <laughs> uh, all right. And that's how Alex got his job. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, uh... Describe Boss Nass in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so you are all on the Kront, like, 
family spaceship. Got it. Mm-hmm. You, you, Crom, uh, uh, are the the eldest uh, of the the Crom line. Um, but yeah, by by five minutes, I'm the eldest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and therefore the spoils of your house go to you. Um, so this is technically your spaceship. Obviously, uh, your brother Cuckula has a <laughs> position of honor on the spaceship, and you, you've got a competent team of, of, of fellow dwarves that, that work with you. But this is your ship. Um, so mm-hmm. describe your ship. What, what does it look like? What, what insignias are, are on it? I, can I just add my position of honor is typically in a chair in the corner of the bedroom. Yes. You know? Yes, Cuckula. We, yes. You know? uh, yeah. We get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's mm-hmm. in everyone's bedroom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just bounce from chair to chair. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yes. The bedrooms yeah. are you positioned. Sleep during the day. Hmm? You sleep during the day so you can be awake at night. Yes, that's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. The, the bedrooms are positioned like in, in four squares and the corner actually rotates through the night. Oh, so perfect. you can be in the corner yeah. of each room. It's like a panopticon mm-hmm. of yeah. cuckoldry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, uh, this spaceship, it's very classy. Well, it originally was very sleek and like was top of the line. No, no frills like uh, like nothing. No, no air resistance. uh, Very, very sleek. However, I've done a good deal of customizing. Oh, sure. Uh, So it might look a little clunky at this point, but this baby can sing this thing like the, the this thing can do things that no other ship can do. Uh, it's got a lot of aftermarket things uh, uh, on it. Um, spoilers, uh, not for popular TV shows. Thank JPC. God. Thank um, God. Uh, have you seen the last episode of Last of Us? I have. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so then this won't be a spoiler. Great. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, it, it's got um, yeah, it's got like afterburners. It, it's got uh, uh, just like all the bells and whistles that I could cram into it in, into like. Little pockets. The insignia, did you ask about? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. The, the uh, crest of your house. Yeah, the Kront family crest <clears throat> is uh, is a is just like a fist gripping a bunch of wrenches. Oh, okay. It's a union family. Yeah, definitely hardworking family. Like mm. that, like that, like that. Yeah, you are moving along at a pace in the Forbidden Sector. This is really just a name. The Forbidden Sector isn't actually forbidden, or at least not anymore, as dwarven mining operations have uh, spanned out from your home uh, solar system uh, into others. Like, there used to be points uh, where the dwarven kings would establish, like, well, this area must not be visited because it is too dangerous. But as resources started to dwindle and get more and more scarce, those lines had to get pushed out. Now, these forbidden sectors, the lines of allowance are kind of wavering. Sometimes, some years, you can move in, set up a decent operation. But if you have bad luck, if things go wrong, too many demon portals will open up at once and everything has to be shut down. You are currently out to investigate some inheritance that you've had. As the eldest of your house, uh, there are many things that are offered to you as tribute from different wings of the family trying to curry favor. And there is a old mine operation uh, that was bequeathed to you in hopes of currying favor with, with you and perhaps your brother, but there's not a lot of information about it. It's just in the forbidden sector somewhere. I'm going to turn to Cuckula now. Cuckula, how mm-hmm. is the interior of this been ship here all along <laughs> decorated? How's it decorated? Yeah, what's the what's the style? Hmm. 
I would say it's like uh, very granite, like rocks, you know, okay. but like inside a ship, like everything is made to look like we're underground, but like we're on a ship. Okay. Um, I like this. And uh, like so brutalism. My, Yes, brutalism, but like, like, but like, a, like, like hand a, carved yeah. brutalism as yeah. opposed to a court yeah. concrete. Like the walls yeah. of the ship are, yeah, are carved to look like our faces and our ancestors' faces. Oh. Yeah, it's like, it, it, you know, like a tomb or something, but it's a ship we live in. That's sick. Oh you know? shit! I think it is a literal tomb. I oh, feel yeah. like being the 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 family, <laughs> like the head of the family. Can they it be have a literal spaceship? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a tomb that falls out of space. Do we have like coffins on our they, ship? Yeah, they send their yeah, honored yeah. dead out to be interred in your ship, well, like the crown YouTube, jewel of the, the crown fleet. fleet. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, so like th there is a lot of like very, you know, heavy sort of like serious imagery around uh, celebrating the the Krant line and all of its many achievements. Gronson, I, I would like you to describe how people are dressed. Um what is like the the aesthetic for for fashion in dwarven culture, <clears throat> especially when you're about to go out on a job like this. I'm just going to uh, show you the Banana Republic website so you can <laughs> Get some ideas. <laughs> sure. Oh, I'll have yeah, yeah. I have Bonobos open as Keep well. No, uh, <laughs> so it's going to be kind of on theme here. It's going to be a combination of like stone and leather. So like armor is made of carved stone uh, mm. sort of uh, thatched together with with d different leather pieces. So. Uh, some, some, some people have more like over broad shoulders, some, some sort of like gauntlets and things like that. Mm. Uh, but it's a, it's combinations of, and similarly sort of carved with like family histories or part of your history, almost like tattooing, mm. uh, sort of carved neatly into the, the stone armor. All right. All right. And you occupy, obviously, like uh, you're working with the Krant family. I want to yep. want you to establish, like, is that a long and storied, like, familial alliance relationship? Are you hired muscle? Yeah. So I am uh, a mercenary that was hired recently just for this job. Okay. Uh, so uh, not a not a lot of prior knowledge of me, how I work, sort of what what baggage I'm I'm carrying into the into this particular mission. Okay. Okay. I like this. Uh finally, uh Simon Baker, mm -hmm. the mentalist. AKA the mentalist aka the sounder. I the, know what you're gonna ask. It's uh the music on the ship is crooner dwarf. <laughs> it's like dwarven crooner. It's a lot of like fly me to the moon and let me Mine the rocks up there. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, someone's doing <laughs> the point of it. That's <laughs> what songs are like. Yeah, and I, we've, no one's really familiar with who the singer is, and we have a sneaking suspicion that it might be Kakula who is singing the song. <laughs> but like, it's like, he, he is the one that puts the music on. Every he, day. he does turn the music on, so that's that is definitely part of it. Yeah, you want to have a mood in the ship. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever your question was, I'll also answer that as well. You're always, every, everyone's always looking for the aux cable. Like, where's that fucking aux cable? My question actually was mm. had to do with social atmosphere. Oh, okay. There is a tension in this group. Uh, this mission is not just we're going out to collect like uh, family heirlooms and goods. There's something fraught that's happening here. What? What is that? 
it's this thing that we are all aware of, um, but we're not we're, we're not necessarily like talking about it. We're not like addressing it head on. Is that shortly before this mission, before we all went out on this mission, we stopped on a planet when we were all just kind of meeting together, uh, each other. We just met Gronson. Um, we stopped on this planet and we stayed at this hotel. And the old proprietor, he had this, yeah, you know, all these like old, like weird rules that we weren't necessarily following. Mm -hmm. And he caught us not following the rules, and we didn't really understand what we had agreed to but what we had agreed to is that we all had to marry one of his daughters he had four four <laughs> single daughters sure and so we all just got hitched to these daughters but they're also not allowed to go on dangerous missions so we don't know how like we we might not ever be at that planet again uh we, none of us specifically be consummated the marriage but we all we went through it it was like a shotgun marriage you know yeah. the space shotgun none of us all. consummated the marriage hey look I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I, I okay. was, I'm saying I didn't consummate the marriage, of course, uh, because ugh, even though I am very passionate. Extremely passionate. But we all do have wives on this planet back home that we may or may not ever see again. But you kept leaving oh. the room whenever we wanted to talk about consummating the marriage. Consummate? Uh, did someone say make some soup? I'll be <laughs> right back. <laughs> Did you notice he said the second part as if it was a pun also? <laughs> I'll be right, right back. back. As if that, as if we had set him up for some sort of B pun. Was that before we were recording? I don't Did know. Or, I, <laughs> no, no. That's how Master does it, James. A master sets up his own pun. Master, master sets up a pun that could a be could be that could be used for anything. Is consomme a type of soup? I don't know. Google it, man. What do I know? It is. It is. JPC, okay. uh, mm. my last question is, th does the Baker family have any sort of longstanding history, or, or are you, again, like hired hired gun uh, we, with, we, with the Crumps? So, unfortunately, these situations like this shotgun uh, wedding happen to us all the time, because the sure. Baker family, we're kind of like space scoundrels, right? Mm. We... We 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 are we're always getting like uh, kicked around, caught doing something, getting in some kind of trouble. We're good folk for the most part, but we are always find ourselves on the wrong side of somebody's temper. And I'll say, especially this far out into the forbidden zone, where the mines are more dangerous to work in, where the work is harder. Something like marriages as payment for things, that's not too uncommon. Dwarves have this very rich tapestry and complicated web of marriages that entitle them to, you know, certain portions of each other's estates and mm -hmm. whatnot, which is how you got in this complicated mess in the first place of somebody has bequeathed something to you because it was owed from a marriage that, you know, is like 400 dwarves back in generations and whatnot. So, you know, if you stay out in the boonies like this, there's a chance that you'll roll up to a hotel and they'll pull out a shotgun and make you marry their daughters whether or not that marriage is consummated or not uh, that that probably determines like what is ultimately owed mm. but it's complicated it's complicated difficult life out here. i think that there's a dwarven crooner song about that and i believe it's called forbidden love can't remember how it goes. <laughs> Can't remember how that door goes. And a one, goes. and a two, and you know what to do. <laughs> Forbidden love. I love to be in love with the rocks. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe that's not. Yeah. And you can that see. That does not sound. Like I gave the rock that's, to that's big kids. That's something not it. That wasn't it. I draw a lady's face on the rocks and then I kiss it. Sounds like the singer just didn't know the song. <laughs> <laughs> just admit you don't know the song. That's <laughs>
Why go through all the resources of recording it and pressing it onto a vinyl record <laughs> and then shipping it out? I don't I don't I don't know. Where's the aux cord? <laughs> ten years we've been doing this ten show. Years ten, years. Oh, ten years. Ten years best on the ship. We're all best friends. <laughs> so you are rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Really Is that normal for podcasting? That's what we do? No, it only happens when you do it for 10 years. A body shouldn't do it. Yeah, it says you're rejecting podcasting. A bunch of goop just came out of his gullet. Got some goop. So we are out in the like asteroid belts of the Forbidden Zone. Um, space in uh, the world of Stoneburner, I'm deciding just now, this is kind of an empty pocket uh, inside what scientists theorize is a massive mine. Rocks float around, they, they swirl around each other in orbit, but the farther that you get out from your core solar system, the closer you get to the edge of the rock wall. And occasionally, uh, stones will dislodge themselves and become either planets or free-floating asteroids, or in some cases, the jewels of the outer rock wall will become stars. Mm -hmm. Space uh, is flat. Space, oh, is space is flat. Space is flat. You're like a okay. bubble. Space yeah. is like a bubble Bubba. in a rock. A flat bubble. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, unfortunately, there are demonic entities that, like anything that is fresh from this rock, if you were to connect with the wall itself, there are dwarves who describe that idea as hell to hit the bedrock. But these, you know, these like free floating asteroids, they're full of resources. There's a mad scramble to get to them, but there's a heavy price to pay. You are pulling up on one now. We can see like the obsidian surface that is pulsing with strange energies on the view screen of the ship. I think it is uh, like hewn out of the stone. It appears like the stone has just been polished so perfectly that it creates this transparent screen, this gem screen where you can see the planet and whatnot beneath you. And inscribed in runes upon like a crystal is the details of the bequeathment is just uh, this was owned by a dwarven family, which, uh, nope, I left the name generator so far back. This is, well, now I'm committed to it. Now I do I have. I think we to... all know what the rules of generating a dwarven name is so far. Yeah. Yeah. Cock gob. <laughs> uh, <right. laughs> this is the cock gobbler rock. <laughs> also, James, can I say that was an amazing bit of world building that you just yeah did. that yeah. was really fascinating. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Dwadak, great Dwadak. uncle Dwadak. Let's see here. That's that's Dwadak uh, Crumped. Yes, yes, Dwadak Crumped. But Dwadak is spelled with a K. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, this is this is from a, uh, like, this is like a familial connection, so it's not, like, they're not in the crumped line, like, oh, otherwise oh, that okay. would be, um, yeah, this is Blood Shield. Dwadak Blood Shield um, uh, is who owned this operation. If you know more, if you want to know any more about it, you would have to roll for it. But essentially, you were bequeathed this asteroid. Um, I, I don't need to know more about it. I know that he married the Blood Stench family, and that's how we got to where we are now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, you you are sitting on the bridge of of your ship, um, overlooking what is yours, a rock that looks largely untouched. Normally, you know, even in the Forbidden Zone like this, there are cities or, or mining towns that have popped up around it, but its surface looks mostly smooth apart from pockets of natural caves. Um, How big is this, by the way? I want to say this is like... Put it in football fields. <laughs> Put it in football fields. <laughs> Couldn't possibly. It's like a quarter of the moon, you know? Got it. It's big. It's big. It's big. It's like four yeah. football fields. Yeah. Yeah. It's big, but in planetary scales, yeah. not, not terribly big. For asteroids, that's a spicy meatball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're all there. We're all there, sitting at the bridge. Uh, you can, or if you want to be somewhere else, please describe where. I, I, yeah, I'd rather be right where the action is. I think uh, for the first thing, the, there's an empty captain's <clears throat> chair because I am off. Uh, I'm off, like pulling a panel off of the wall and, and like rewiring some Ooh. things in there, and, uh, and I'm just like. I'm, I'm like I'm working it out there, and that's what dwarf up. language is yeah. like. So yeah. all the dialogue will be exactly like that. Sure. <laughs> if you need to speak dwarven to each other, it's like. Can we all speak English really quick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dwarf words take a long time to say. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I I'll say that uh, being that this is like a tomb, um, mm-hmm. I I would imagine that there's like kind of more of like almost like a religious sort of place where you could like genuflect or or you know like some sort of. Um, you can kind of concentrate. The the I think the a Catholic equivalent of like lighting a little tea light yes. candle. Yes, um, exactly. What is that to dwarves? Um, I would say that it's like a little uh, you. It's it's oil basically mm-hmm. that you can kind of light and it, it stays lit for much longer than like a, so it's like a, a pool of oil that you can light up. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, and so. Gronson is there kind of sitting uh, cross-legged on the ground with his rifle sort of deconstructed in front of him. He has his Oakleys on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't tell, obviously because of that, you can't tell if his eyes are closed or not, mm. uh, but his hands are sort of resting on his thighs as he sort of uh, is in, in front of this this flaming pool with his, his rifle in front of him. Yeah, yeah, the the light uh, uh, spilling out from the pool, and I do want to point out they are Oakley sunglasses. Yeah. These, these are, are not, Oakleys. These yeah. are you on got brand them from Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I've been trying to do a pun like dwarfleys or something, but it just it can't. They, no, you can't. Like no, yeah, they're yeah. Oakleys. Yeah. Humans exist in this world. Oakleys. They traded Oakleys. To that would be elves. Oh. The elven. The elven knockoffs <laughs> are called Oakleys. <laughs> <laughs> you can get those for twenty bucks in Rivendell. Cheap fucking <laughs> elven knockoffs. <laughs> the light of the fire like like spills out like it, it it feels almost as though the light that comes from the fire of this oil doesn't move too far into the room uh, maybe out of respect maybe it's part of why this oil is lit for the dead it shines just on you as you sit in comp- uh, uh, contemplation with your rifle in front of you I think there is like a, a pop or a flare, which in dwarven culture, that that is an idea of like someone from the dead who is trying to communicate uh, with you in some way. So I would like you to ask any question to the fire or the spirits of your ancestors or the spirits oh. of those that you killed. What, who are you sitting in contemplation for and what are you asking them? <clears throat> Okay, so I'm, I'm contemplating not uh, not blood family, but uh, like like 
brothers in arms mm-hmm. uh, who, who have fallen. And the question I'm going to speak into the kind of darkness towards the light is, how can I atone? Okay. So you um, know it's a yes or no. Yes or no question. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yes or no question. Yes or no question. Sorry, I, I missed that. Can I atone? Can I atone? Um, and Alex, just off your dome, how likely do you think it is that you'd ever be able to atone? Unlikely. unlikely. Very unlikely. Very unlikely. Right. Wow. Somewhat satisfied. So the answer that you get <laughs> is yes, but. <gasps> okay. Yes, but you must wade through the shame of betrayal. I was afraid that you'd say that. (laughs) And the fire like kind of slowly moves away. Like the entire surface of the oil was lit, but it sort of coalesces to a single point until it just becomes wisping smoke in this dark room. This episode of One Shot features music from the following artists. Pulsar by Stephen Keach. Starting Over by River Underground. The Captain by Wicked Cinema. Interdimensional by Cody Martin. And Center of Gravity by Yourself. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online anywhere at The Other Tracy. That's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry, we'll be back with episode two of Stoneburner next week. As usual, we end One Shot with a call to action, and I am once again going to encourage you, please, take some time, call your representatives. It is vitally important that our elected officials hear from us and that they know what we want them to do because they work for us. So head to fivecalls.org, that's the site I use when I make my phone calls, Find the issues that are important to you and take some time and make those calls. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes.
Do you love Star Wars but kind of wish you didn't? Then join us on the Expounded Universe podcast as we read through all the old Star Wars novels that took the galaxy far, far away that you know and love and turned it into a place where Han Solo can punch a giant otter and Luke Skywalker almost gets eaten by a giant gold-plated pillar of Dinty Moore beef stew. Did you like Princess Leia? Well, too bad! Now she's a space racist! Don't believe me? You'll just have to listen to find out on Expounded Universe.